I'm Jay Pitts, a real estate broker, agent, leader, and investor. For the last decade, I've navigated the craziest of real estate markets this country has ever seen, selling over 2,000 homes, moving in and out of markets, always ahead of the curve. And now I'm bringing that perspective to you. This is your resource, and Real Talk About Real Estate starts right now. And we're back, folks. Welcome back to Resource Real Talk about Louisville Real Estate. I am your host, Jay Pitts, broker owner of Remax Premier Properties, leader of JT Pitts and Associates. A little bit different, you know, situation of the show today. Uh, We're we're kind of experimenting with some things. As you know, if you followed the podcast for a long time, we go live on Wednesday right around lunch in a private Facebook group. You know, I'm not committed to anything. I'm always subject to change. As we say around here, fashion is never finished. So today we're live on YouTube. Um, You know, it's a big initiative of mine. If you've not visited our YouTube channel, feel free to find us there live around lunch. Uh, You know, not behind the paywall, so to speak, anymore. Of course, the podcast is always free. But uh, used to be watching the show live, the cost of admission was to join our private Facebook group. Uh, You know, large initiative of mine, and I've spent a lot of time and effort, or I should say Marcy and and, uh, Patrick have spent a lot of time building out YouTube content. Um, It's something that we've tried to make a home for some good stuff that we can deliver to you guys, a home for you to find both long and short form content, etc. But anyway, this is just another another iteration of what that is. You can find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Realtor. We are live on YouTube. I'm looking at my face, a little cringy watching yourself talk on, on uh, camera, but I digress. Uh, we're going to bring you a really good topic today. Paying the bills a little bit first. Find us. You can still find us via the Facebook page, facebook.com slash the resource podcast. You can still find the private Facebook group. If you want to get in on the conversation, feel free to ask us for admission. If you're not already in, you can find us on Twitter at JTPA Louisville at JTPA Louisville on TikTok at J underscore pits, where you will find short bite sized clips of the show produced specifically for that outlet similar content over on instagram at j pitts realtor in the feed you might find some pictures of my kids every once in a while but most of the time i'm shouting out the amazing performance of my agents you will find reels which are also tiktok like content you know 30 second clips that uh we we like to kind of condense the message of the podcast and deliver you a nice clean message about why you should be tuning in on a weekly basis. You find us in all those places. You can also find us anywhere you stream podcasts from. Most specifically, we'd appreciate your attention on Apple Podcasts or formerly known as iTunes. Give us a subscribe, which is now that little plus sign with the circle on it. That is the follow button. We would appreciate a follow and a five-star review there. Four stars are like a punch in the stomach. Just going to say Spotify also um, for those of you that are Joe Rogan junkies and have had to migrate your podcast listening and consumption over to Spotify since that's the only way place you can find them nowadays. Find us on Spotify. We'd love, you know, and appreciate any of your attention, any of your views, any of your reviews 
all of that stuff. But you can also find us anywhere else you podcast. Um, those are just much less popular, so I'm not going to go you know, into them. But pretty much anywhere you podcast, you will find this show. All right. As a reminder, JTP University is on a bit of a hiatus on the five-minute episode variety. We're going to mix it up a little bit. Filming a number of episodes tomorrow that will be delivered to you over the next several weeks. 30-second JTPU Quick Hits, where I answer a single solitary question designed to help lead, inspire, coach uh, real estate agents on how to address single individual issues. Um, came to you last week talking about confidence. I unearthed this question, um, which apparently was occurring to a number of the individuals within my company, but it was not a 30-second question, so... We, um, you know, did a full 30 minute episode on confidence and, and I'm, I'm glad we did that because today, um, the topic is going to take off where we left off last week. Um, for those of you that are, you know, not inclined, uh, to listen to very much audio programming, radio or podcast, that's what you call a smooth transition into today's episode. Uh, but today what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to try to solve the greatest issues, probably issue singular. There'll be a few more that become obvious, uh, in this conversation that are much less, um, much less significant in today's market. Look, it's not a matter of fact of having a problem. It's how you solve it. And I'm so glad that that those words came to mind just now, because what I'm going to do a little different about solving today's today's market's biggest issues is I'm going to solve them with my tried and true real estate sayings. And the matter of fact of having a problem, but solution is from my father, um, that's something that he used to say all the time. And as you well know, if you're a listener to this podcast, majority of my sayings come from him as well. I did an episode last May or so where we explained them. I have the feeling and understanding that I rattle off these sayings that mean a great deal to me and they're not all, they don't always land entirely on the audience. Sometimes I say, "Hey, can you explain what that means?" So last year we did an episode where I explained what they mean and how they were relevant. And today I'm going to use them to solve for what I believe are our most significant issues with today's market. Okay, so let's follow me on a cause effect relationship situation that I'm going to start on right now. Single biggest issue with today's market is a lack of inventory. Single greatest issue. Simultaneously, demand is down from where it was this time last year. So demand is down. Inventory is down. So fewer people are buying homes consuming fewer listings. Quite the opposite problem we had this time last year. Last year, we had extremely high demand and low supply or low inventory, which manifested many different ways. Now, 
there is not a drastic decrease in inventory. And I wish I could quantify that for you. And I'm working on it. A couple of statistics that I'm working on trying to source uh, that I could bring to you regularly to, to really show you what demand looks like. I'd like to get a lead indicator to transactions pending. And for those of you that are uh, listening to the podcast for quite some time, understand the difference between lead and lag indicators. Essentially, a lead indicator for contracts would be showings. We had during the pandemic a really good source of showing activity from showing time. They've kind of put that behind a paywall or ceased to do it all together. So I'm looking at some things. I'll come back to you real soon, hopefully with data to back up the intuition that I have about decreased demand. I will say that sales have picked up slightly, but not as much as we'd we'd hoped. Um, but once again, you combine the lack of inventory with the lack of demand to have a, a fairly significantly slower January than we had in 2021. Now, one thing I will say is that the best agents make more in a down market than they do an up market. They make more in a slow market than they do a fast-paced market. They make more when absorption rate is six months versus two months. I told you I was going to solve for today's issues with these sayings. My father used to tell me all the time. This adage was drilled into my head as a new real estate agent. The best make more in a down market. So don't take what I'm telling you today as cause for alarm. Don't take what I'm telling you as cause for alarm. The simple behavioral change that is required to make more in a down market is going to make you a significantly better agent. Now, it won't apply to everyone because I see there being two victims of the next down market that we endure. The new agent with lack of qualifications, probably some of those that I've spoken to about confidence last week that hopefully they get it on the right track. But the relatively inexperienced agent with lack of confidence, lack of skill, we're gonna come back to that later. That's one. And number two is the substantially experienced agent that is really set in their ways. They will only do business a certain way. Now, a large portion of the problem I'm going to address today has nothing to do with those agents because they know how to navigate a difficult circumstance, a difficult in-deal situation. The difference in behavior that is required to make more in a down market than in an up market is that when you're picking berries, you pick them all. You pick the bright, ripe, beautiful strawberries, but you also pick the shriveled, small, kind of terrible looking ones. Because look, if it didn't rotten, it eats. So understand once again that when you're picking berries, you pick them all. That's what happens in a down market. Let me tell you something else that happens in a down market the value of each individual deal increases. Now, I don't mean that you get paid 4% commission instead of three. That may manifest in a challenging market. 
Commissions actually do sometimes increase on a per deal basis in a challenging market. But that's not what I mean here. I mean the value to you, the subjective value to you. We all have goals. We all have dreams. We all have projections. We all have budgets. We all, hopefully, I should say, well, we all, even if they're not codified in writing, we have an idea of what we can spend in order to make what we would like to make. And it's important to understand that when deals are hard to come by, they are more valuable. In a challenging market, despite deals being more valuable, deals are more easily lost. I'll repeat that. In a challenging market, when deals are more valuable, they are also more easily lost. That's the problem that I'd like to contend with here in today's market. It is a cause and effect relationship of having less demand and higher, or excuse me, less demand and less supply. A deal is worth more to you today than it probably ever has been in your career. Because if you lose it, you may not get a second chance. And with that, I'd like to remind you that your income is proportional to the size of problems that you can solve. Once again, your income is directly proportional to the size of the problem that you can solve. And what greater problem in a real estate transaction is there to be solved is to reel one back in from the brink of collapse and still usher your client successfully to the closing table. Now, we come to releases, which are largely the problem of confidence, and experience. Go back to education and experience last week. How do you get confidence? I had a good friend of mine um, tell me that conviction also leads to confidence. I firmly believe that. It's a good friend of mine, Mr. Michael Bush, over at Northwestern Mutual, uh, a regular listener to the podcast. We appreciate him for that. But yes, Mike, people can will themselves to confidence through conviction. Firmly believe that. And conviction is also a way for our clients to see results when their realtor simply has the conviction to overcome the problems standing between their goals and the closing table. Right now, the single greatest barrier that I'm seeing between agents achieving their goals through achieving the goals of their clients is released contracts. Period, point blank, end of story. We all know that we, we work in an industry, in an industry with an enormous TAM. Who knows what TAM stands for? I wish there was somebody in here to answer that. Patrick, do you know what TAM stands for? He does not. It's all right. He will now. TAM is an acronym. T 
total addressable market. It's the amount of dollars out there in the marketplace available to be secured by individuals transacting within an industry. Real estate accounts for upwards of 25 to 30% of the overall United States gross domestic product. I've told you that all sides of the political aisle want to see housing be strong. Be strong. Homeownership is the American dream. We have an enormous TAM. Your TAM here in Louisville, we talked about. When I set my predictions for the year, five billion dollars in re residential real estate sales within a very narrow geographic market here in Louisville, Kentucky. Five billion. What percentage of five billion do you need to have a successful real estate business? Not a lot is the answer. Very small market share equals very big income. Say it with me now if you're listening at home. The market doesn't have to look like 2020 or 2021 for you to make the most money you've ever made in your life as a real estate agent. But you do have to master one skill. You can't release contracts. Now, every once in a while, say even 25% of the time, you will find that the market has dealt you circumstances where your clients are adversarial with one another and just will not make it to the closing table regardless of how confident, competent, convicted, how good a communicator, what initiative you may have and have taken as well as the agent on the other side, it still won't get there. But more often than not, the confidence, conviction, communication, and initiative of the real estate agents involved in the transaction will usher not one but two separate clients to achieving their goals and sitting at a closing table having a transaction and not going back to square one after having gotten, excuse the sports analogy, but they round second base and get doubled up and deal is over. Releases, they're the biggest problem. And I'll go back to the, to the saying I gave you just a few minute, minutes ago, your income is proportional to the size of the problem that you can solve. Now, I've told you what it takes to get through and overcome that biggest challenge, the challenge of release contracts. I've even told you that some are insurmountable. Some of that challenge is insurmountable. But once again, confidence, as we discussed last week, don't think we need much more. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, I highly recommend it. Go back and listen how to build confidence as a new real estate agent. 
Cliff Notes are experience and education. And if you don't have experience, then you got to get education. The second thing is through communication, but more specifically, taking initiative with your communication. Getting out in front of problems. Fear grows in the dark. Everybody fears what they don't understand. Just full of sayings today, guys. I told you it was going to be this way. Fear grows in the dark. People fear what they don't understand. Get out in front and take initiative to communicate with the other realtor. Really, you're communicating with the other realtor's client via the realtor. They are the channel of communication. They are the telephone that you are speaking to the to the buyer or seller with on the other side. If you address an issue before it comes an issue, before it becomes an issue, it's known as pre-framing. We talked about pre, re, and deframing. A method of overcoming any objection. A problem is nothing more than an objection. So have the confidence through experience and education. Take initiative and communicate. And have that conviction that my friend Mike Bush tells me that is a way to build confidence and really it's just willing your way to a successful result. Accepting no for an answer is not acceptable. And because we all know that we're not the single solid, it's not like me giving a podcast, having a conversation with myself for 30 minutes, you know, once a week, we have people on the other end of this communication. And every once in a while, you will encounter someone who is undesirable in terms of helping you being a partner in solving the problem you're trying to solve. That could look like somebody who's apathetic, somebody who won't take your phone call, who doesn't take initiative, who doesn't have confidence. But every once in a while, it's someone that goes beyond confident, beyond convicted, and is just an outright bully. In that moment, how do you handle a bully? You punch him in the mouth. Now, obviously, I don't advocate for physical violence. But a bully will view you as asserting yourself, having the confidence and conviction that you have to state your point at the moment that there is conflict. They will take that as the punch in the mouth that they need to respect you, to sh you know, show you the respect that you deserve, giving you an opportunity to make progress towards your client's ultimate conclusion. You can't be afraid to punch a bully in the mouth, figuratively speaking, of course. Now, there's all sorts of ways to solve problems, and there is no way for me to be able to, to show you everything you need to know about problem solving within one podcast episode or 30 minutes of time. But there are a few sayings because I have left some gas in the tank here. There are a few sayings that I would like to give you so that you can understand the appropriate perspective to have when approaching a problem that may seem somewhat insurmountable. The first thing that you should understand 
is that though we work in an industry where our income is extremely is extremely visible, and it's not that difficult for a client to take a sales price times 3% to figure out how much money you're bringing in. In fact, it's right there in front of their face on the closing statement. And trust me, if they think you're overpaid to begin with, that experience of viewing a real estate agent's commission on a settlement statement at a closing table where they feel like you haven't really done a good job in the first place is not a pleasant one for them. So this is the moment that I would like to take to remind you that if you take care of people, if you take care of people, the money takes care of itself. I mean, let's just take a moment and understand that with 96 physical hours of classroom training, not even training, lecture, in a real estate academy that is not Oxford, you can get a license and within a few years make quarter million, half million, a million dollars a year. Cincinnati Bengals left tackle money. Selling houses to people you love. You didn't have to go to school for 12 years. You could have got a GED and no college. The upside is truly phenomenal. And it doesn't take a lot for the client to understand what you make. But when you take care of them, first and foremost, when you take care of that client, first and foremost, they will never begrudge you what you earn. In fact, they'll celebrate it for you. They'll share your Facebook posts, your humble brags that have become so common in our industry that I have to participate and make myself cringe every time I look at my own feed. Uh, love you guys for liking those. Love you for sharing them. I really appreciate it. Um, but the truth is it's only permissible because I lay it on the line for my clients when the moment is available. When you take care of people, the money takes care of itself. Number two, problem solving. Now that you got the, prop, the proper perspective on how to solve a, solve a problem, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. That may sound ridiculous and the saying does work because of this ridiculous mental picture that you get when you think about eating an elephant. You're like, wait a minute, that's gross. It's an elephant. Or maybe you're, you know, vegan or something and you just don't like the the idea of eating an, an animal at all. Either way, it's a ridiculous posture to put yourself in. But because of that ridiculous proposal that is... Uh, you know, I forget the terms they use with comedians, the setup and the punchline works because of the setup. I think that's it. Setup and punchline. Um, a magician would call it what the prestige is the punchline. The punchline works because of the setup. The ridiculousness of the setup makes the, the very simple matter of fact punchline impactful to you. And what it's designed to help you understand is that 
You shouldn't think of it in terms of trying to save your transaction and there's one fail swoop action that you can take that will lead to this. It's that it's incremental. And it started 10 days ago when you signed the contract. You're solving problems that haven't happened yet with actions that you anticipate needing to make. It goes back to that initiative in communications, initiative and action too. The proper context being set with your client before the problem ever exists, the pre-framing involved puts you exactly where you need to be to solve the problem when it arises. Helping your client understand, and this is most relevant because we lose most contracts as a result of inspection, helping them understand they're not buying a brand new home and there will be flaws and that's what home ownership literally is, is finding and addressing those flaws with a property. Helping them understand that before they go to contract is going to make the results of the home inspection infinitely more palatable to them. How to eat an elephant, one bite at a time. And last but not least, and I'll leave you with this. As a real estate agent, understanding that you solve problems through confidence, communication, initiative, and conviction. How you do anything is how you do everything. And a client lays their results at your feet. They put themselves in your hands, vulnerable, undereducated, with a lack of confidence, taking no initiative that you don't prepare them for, with very little conviction about the outcome and all the conviction in you. How you do anything is how you do everything. And your client will know by the end of the interaction if that confidence was misplaced, if that conviction was misguided. How you do anything is how you do everything. All right, folks, we really appreciate you joining in today. That's it for today. As a reminder, you can find us apparently now on YouTube. Uh, live every week. That's what we're going to do. Build out the YouTube thing. Pretty excited about it. Folds right into, you know, some greater initiatives that we're doing here at Remax Premier Properties and JT Pitts and Associates with Google Local Service Ads and, you know, web presence and all these things. I'm excited to go down this path. Hope you join us over there live. Now you don't have to be a real estate agent, so share it with your friends. Uh, find us live around lunch, youtube.com slash Realtor. You can still find the Facebook page for you know, snippets of the episode and links to full episodes on facebook.com slash the resource podcast at JTPA Louisville on Twitter at J underscore pits on TikTok at J pits realtor for quick bite-sized consumable uh, segments of the episode over on Instagram reels 
follow us on any of the socials for more uh, celebration of real estate success. Also, don't forget to subscribe or follow on Apple Podcasts. Would love to have you over there or Spotify or anywhere you podcast. We just appreciate you tuning in and your support. Uh, once again, don't forget about JTPU Quick Hits coming at you real, real soon. That's all I got for today. Once again, I am your host, Jay Pitts, broker owner of REMAX Premier Properties, leader of JT Pitts & Associates. We'll see you soon.